Hello and welcome to A Journey of Clarity, a personal exploration of getting in tune with yourself and in tune with others with your host, Dr. Nathaniel Costilla. This is a journey of emotional and spiritual awareness, of discovery what life truly means, and a clear shift from an ego-driven world to a meaning-driven world. I believe we can become more in tune with our thoughts, our emotions and our spirituality. And as we do that, we will make better decisions, have deeper connections, more fulfillment and even more joy. This is a bit of clarity. Good morning, Nathaniel here with episode 37. Today I want us to reflect on the organization that we work with or we work for or our own business. How do we structure things? How socially aware are we of what is going on in our organization? We have obviously um, maybe employees uh, or partners. We also have suppliers. We have um, clients, uh, service providers. So we interact with many people. How well do we understand what goes on in our social interrelationship with these people? And also how well is our organization structured? So today, uh, the theme is organizational structure. It's part of our social awareness because we are social beings and we spend a lot of our time in business. Maybe six to eight, sometimes 10 to 12 hours of your day. Uh, These hours are spent in business. You are communicating, you are collaborating, you are competing, you are working, you are calling, you are emailing. Um, There's so much going on in the business sphere that you engage in, even if you're only an employee, and to have an organizational awareness is absolutely vital as part of your social awareness development. So today we focus, we go a little bit deeper to understand the organization that you work for, or the business that you run, or the business that you're committed to, or the practice, whatever it is that you're doing in this time. And even if you're a retired person, at least it brings you awareness of what's going on around you and the businesses you uh, communicate with or you buy from or the service providers that bring something to you during uh, your transactions. So this is very, very important. In your show notes, uh, download them from eq.org.au. You will find some of the things that I'll be sharing today. And it's always good to refer back to this because you might remember some of the examples that I give and this learning can actually take traction in your life by having something tangible. Some of us are more audible in the sense we we prefer to hear things. Some of us, we like to see it or to see me on video when I talk to you personal. And some of us like to actually have the notes or we take notes. And uh, I've helped you so much with putting these notes together for you. Now, I know some of you are driving, and that's fine. Just focus on the road. Don't, don't download the notes. Don't look at the video. Listen to the podcast because it's much better. It's safer for everybody, even for yourself and for everybody around you. But do go back and download these show notes because there's also the application section in the show notes, which is very, very important for you to just to, to, to stick this, to, to cement this, to seal what I'm teaching you today. Okay, so develop an understanding of organizational awareness. What is organizational awareness? It is the ability to understand an organizational structure and operational processes, inner workings, including how these are achieved informally. So let's just take it a little bit. So to understand the structure, who reports to whom, 
who is the CEO, who are the managers, who are the supervisors, who are the, you know, in the process workers. So understanding the structure, hierarchy, whatever you want to call it. But you also need to understand the operational processes. Who passes on the job to whom? From estimation, with, so uh, let's say a job comes in, maybe it goes to estimation. They, they give an estimate or a quote, they send it out to the client. When that, order become, when that uh, quote becomes an order, who does it go to? How does it get processed? So what are the steps, what are the processes that that order goes through? to be provided, that service that you give, or to be manufactured, or whatever it is that you do. For example, in one of the businesses that I'm involved in, we make double glazed aluminum windows. So uh, when so we have a funnel um, that customers reach out to us through various forms. We have forms on the web, we have a, a messenger on Facebook, we have LinkedIn, we have various platforms that we are part of, to, to make our funnel wider and wider. As these people call in or they um, submit their forms, we uh, then we put them in our own, let's say CRM, customer relationship management, where we manage how we interact with their client. So it goes to estimation for us, we send them an estimation and then we raise a formal quote, then we create an invoice, then they pay a deposit, then we put the order through. When we put the order through, that order goes through uh, materials. We have to order in materials. Then we got to send them to powder coating. So we got to get the aluminum frames. We got to get uh, all the profiles. Then we got to get the gaskets. We got to get the accessories, the hardware, the glass. Everything has to be ordered in. Then as they come in, they have to be sent to powder coating. So there's another operation. When they come in from powder coating, they have to be scheduled to be fabricated in a factory. Then they get cut, there's a process there. Then they get cut, they get routed, they get creamed, they get assembled, then they get installed. So all this, these are the processes. So when you have organizational awareness, you understand the structure of the business, who reports to whom, so who is the manager, who is the operations manager, who is the supervisor, who is the factory manager, who are the workers in the factory, whatever it is, the structure that you have. And also the processes involved to get the product out that gives you an overall understanding of what goes in your company. It includes identifying emotional currents and power relationships. So who communicates to whom and what's the emotional chemistry between those people? So if, if let's say, um, the office manager gives the work to the uh, factory manager, how well do they interact with one another? How does he pass on that information or that job to the factory manager? Is there a relationship? Do they get along? Or is it just, you know, they just flick an email and that's it. They, there's no uh, immediate or, let's say, personal communication between them. So it's important to, in the social awareness of the organizational awareness, to identify what's going on, the power relationships, the influences, who influences whom in the office, who influences whom in the factory, uh, networks, who do they network with, both internally and externally. The dynamics within the organization. In addition, it means an ability to understand the organization's clients and vendors. So it's not just about internal, what happens, you know, who communicates with whom within the organization, but how do we communicate with the vendors and with the clients. The vendors are those who provide services or materials or raw products to us. So how well do we communicate with those? How well do we uh, socially interact with those people, 
and then obviously with our clients, those who purchase the products for us or they buy the service from us. We need to understand their business objectives and operations as well. So why is it important for them to sell the product to us? Why is it important for us to give the product to the clients? Why are the clients buying the products for, from us? What value do we bring to them? What's the social, what's the emotional part of our service or our product? And how do we act at our very best, uh, to, to, to want the very best for our clients and for our suppliers? So in mind, how do we raise ourselves to that perspective when we want the very best for everybody around us? It is a combination of emotional intelligence, deep experience, intuition, and gut feel. So yes, there's emotional intelligence involved in it, in this social interaction. There is deep experience because you have to have the experience of structure, you have to have experience of emotions, you have to have experience in communication, and also intuition and gut feel. How well can you read and how well can you respond and how well you can make sense in a second of certain things. Uh, I've called it here a seventh sense. So we've got the six senses, but this is the seventh sense. The ability to quickly grasp what is working and what is destined for failure with accuracy and boldness. So somebody that has organizational awareness can pick up where the weak links are. They understand that, okay, this guy in the factory doesn't pull his weight. Or this operations manager doesn't communicate well to, with his staff. You know, wherever there are issues, you can pick it up very quickly. Where there's miscommunication, misinformation, maybe stubbornness, maybe uh, some, some misunderstanding, it's very important. With this organizational awareness, you can pick these things up very well and you can just accurately address it and have the boldness to carry on. So a person who is organizationally aware can read what goes on in their company, in their organization, in their business. They have that sense, they have that balanced view they can gauge it and they can address those uh, needs as things evolve in their company. Main elements of organizational awareness are communication and systems and processes. So communication, when we talk about communication, communication is one primary element of organizational awareness. A person with organizational awareness uses his or her understanding of the nature of the relationships hierarchies, and decision-making processes to communicate more effectively. So they know how to communicate up and how to communicate down, also to the left and right. They know how to talk to the suppliers. They know how to communicate with the clients. They know how to communicate via email, messages, uh, telephone calls, in person. They are great communicators with their peers, with their colleagues, with the bosses, with the uh, employees that work for them or people who report to them. So they have a way of communication that is healthy, that is full of presence, and they know how to relate to the person to transmit the message. So the person that receives the message understands exactly what they are communicating. So many errors are done in miscommunication. So many costs, uh, you know, are incurred because we, miscommunication. We, we miscommunicate or we make mistakes in that. So communication is absolutely vital in any uh, organization. And your ability to communicate at all levels, you know, at the highest level, let's say in the hierarchy or with the simplest person there is vital for the success of that organization 
and for the well-being of you in that organization, positioning yourself there. The second aspect of organizational awareness is systems and processes. Another element is the ability to take a systems and processes view of the organization. So you can have a look at the system, you can have a look at the processes, and you know what your role is in there, and you know what you need to do at any time. And not only yourself, but what the role of other people in that whole system is. A person with... Uh, no, the, the effective organizational aware person is able on a day-to-day -day level to resolve issues by focusing on their causes. So you, you sort out problems because you know what caused the problem because you have an understanding on the system and the process. So let's say if um, the, let's say if uh, in our case with the Windows factory, if the profile is the wrong color, you understand that somebody made a mistake. So you go backwards in the system and find out why did we powder code this in the wrong color? Who made that mistake? Was it the person who raised the purchase order? Was it the person who um, spoke to the client? Did they get the right order from the client? Did they write the right order? Where along the line was the mistake made? Because you understand the process and you understand the systems they have in place to check those processes, you know where the issue was, you know how to resolve it, and next time that problem will no longer be there because you focus on the cause and you eliminate that cause, which is just wonderful. So having that organizational awareness is vital, both in communication and in systems and processes. Three, level, three levels of organizational awareness, or triple focus as we call it. You need three ways to look at your organization. Number one is inner focus. And this has to do with self-awareness and self-management. A couple of topics we spoke about in the first part of our EQ studies. Managers need self-awareness to assess their own strengths and weaknesses, and so surround themselves with a team of people whose strengths in those core abilities complement their own. This means inner focus. So to understand your organization, you have to look at yourself. You have to look at yourself as a person. You have to look at your organization and see what is, what are you bringing? What are your strengths? What are your weaknesses? Where do you thrive and where you need help? And surround yourself with those people that can help you in the areas that you're weak. So having this self-awareness and self-management of your own uh, abilities and skill set is absolutely vital. So this inner focus is important in your organizational awareness. The second level is other focus, or the second focus is other focus. This is where empathy and interpersonal relationships come in. Now, we spoke, we, we had a full episode on, of empathy, and we just had a full episode of interpersonal relationships. So combining these two, companies also need leaders who have an other focus view, who understand the motivations of their employees and want to help other people be successful too. So when you are focusing on other people with empathy, with love, with care, you want their success just as much as you want your success and the organization's success. It means you are taking them on the journey. It means that you can focus on others, not just on yourself, to make sure that everybody wins. Number three, outer focus. So number one, inner focus. Number two, other focus. And number three is outer focus, which has the awareness of the whole organization in mind. 
This means constant questioning and listening, inquiry, probing, and reflecting, gathering insights and perspectives from other people. So you look at the outside world, outside your organization, and get as much information and awareness of what goes on in the world and where you are positioned in the world. So until now, you looked at yourself, you look at those people around you within the organization, but now you go a step further and you look outside your organization. This active engagement leads, leads to smarter questions, better learning, and more sensitive uh, early warning radar to coming changes. So you look at your competition, you look at your peers, you look at those people around you in other businesses, and you are learning from them. You are learning from your suppliers, you are learning from your clients, you are learning from those people you network with and you are surrounded by. So when, when you want to get a full understanding of your organization or your business, you want to be aware of what's going on, you look internally at yourself, you look at others within your business, and then you have an outer look, an outer look towards the marketplace where you are positioned and those people you interact with. So this three focus lenses, if you want, or lens, is very important so you don't lose track of things that go around you. So you understand your company, you understand what goes on within and with those people that work with you, but you also understand your position in the marketplace and how others can help you or how, how others interact with you or how others perceive you as well. So it's important to have these three levels of organizational awareness or triple focus in the things that you do every day. Now, it's an opportunity for you to apply this. Think and note down one specific way you can grow your inner focus, outer focus, and outer focus in your organization. So basically, there are three things that you need to do. You need to look at yourself and say, how can I grow my inner focus? What is something that I can do to have the self-awareness and the self-management to hone in on my strengths and to make sure that my weaknesses are covered up for? So basically, either I delegate that work or I get somebody or I employ somebody to help me in my weaknesses. Now, let me tell you something. It takes a massive, massive effort to get one of your weaknesses to become a strength. Now, if that weakness is not important for you to become a strength and you're comfortable living with that weakness, it's probably better to delegate that part of your business or of your job to somebody else. And when you focus on something that you're good at, you're, um, you're more likely to excel in that than to try and do that thing that you're not good at. The effort and the energy consumed in that is not worth it. So better do those things that you're good at and hone in on, on those to become an expert and surround yourself with those people that can do those things that you're not so good at. Because otherwise you're going to invest too much energy and too much effort into that. So think about that. That's an inner focus example. Other focus, you've got to understand what motivates those people around you to do what they do. How can you empathize with them? How can you challenge them? How can you invitationally challenge them? How can you bring them to the very best? So how can you focus on others as well, not just on yourself in the organization? And out of focus, think of something very practical where you can engage with those people in the marketplace, be suppliers, be uh, clients, be networking people or businesses around you that you can learn from or you can actually help them as well. So 
three ways or one way in each of the three focuses how you can um, grow in this and how you can apply these three levels of organization awareness, three focus in your business and in your organization. So that's pretty much it on the lesson of organizational awareness. Why did I bring this here in um, social awareness? Is because we all form part of some sort of an organized body. Even, you know, even if you're part of a social club, there's a hierarchy, there's a, an organization there, and you have to honor that. Uh, you know, whatever club you go to, whatever uh, circle, social circle that you are part of, more so obviously in business, you, there's, there's communication, there's uh, systems, there's procedures. So for you to become aware of that, and a lot of the times these are not on the wall. You know, they're not, you can't actually see them. They're informal. But you have the ability, if you become aware, to observe this and pick it up. You can read the organization, you can read the circle, you can read that place and you can understand who reports to whom, who is the leader in the room, who has a voice, who is the decision maker. Now, when you are able to pick these things up, it's very beneficial to you because if you want any changes to occur, you got to go to the decision maker. You got to know how to influence the influencer. So it's important for you to have this awareness. It's important for you to see these things. It's important for you to read these things because then you can answer uh, in the decision process the, the key elements. You can address the key elements and you'll know how to make a better decision. So, you know, one may be the boss or the owner of the business, but maybe the decisions don't rest with him. Maybe the manager, he trusts the manager so much more that the manager makes most of the decisions for his business. So if you want something to be done, you may not have to go to the owner of the business. Maybe you just need to go to the manager or maybe the secretary or the personal assistant. Maybe she has so much, uh, I don't know, power or authority to make decisions. Maybe she can influence him. Maybe if she says yes, maybe she's a counselor or he's a counselor on his board. And these people have a, a, you know, a way of persuading the influence that you want achieved. So try and, and get that, suss that out, read that, so it can benefit you in the decisions that you need to make or in, in the changes that you want to occur or whatever it is, the outcome that you want to achieve. So I really pray and hope that this blesses you and helps you to become more organizationally aware. If you love this content, do share it. Give us the five-star rating on Google, on Google and Apple Podcasts and uh, yeah, distribute this as far and as wide as you can. And we look forward to seeing you next time here at uh, A Bit of Clarity. I'm Dr. Nathaniel Costilla, and I thank you so much for joining me on this journey of clarity through emotional and spiritual awareness. If you feel blessed by this presentation, please subscribe, rate, comment, and share it wherever you're enjoying it. And until next time, this was A Bit of Clarity.